0: Hello and welcome, I'm Alan Hargraves and this is ReCharge On Air. Well, mention that word Zoom and reactions are pretty mixed. Some immediately list their grievances, a few actually like them, others just roll their eyes. Online connection raises all sorts of issues, but it's a reality. Remote interaction is here to stay. Last week I examined literature from all sides. There's a lot of commentary about, but here's a brief summary. First, what's working? Well, the most obvious is the zero commute. No need to drive or fly, catch a train or bus, or even get dressed. This frees up a massive amount of time for both work and non-work activity. It saves travel expenses for both the individual and the firm. You can invite anyone from anywhere. Parking is not an issue. And as Gihan Pereira says, you can watch the recording if you missed it. He also notes the meeting room won't be occupied by the previous meeting running late. This is all good stuff. So what's not working? This tends to be a longer list of less clear issues. Most are to do with how we relate online. It's long been acknowledged that people can be more negative in email correspondence. Well, evidence is now emerging that it's similar online and virtual. People judge others more harshly in virtual communication. And that's attributed to this often quoted statistic, around 70% of communication is body language. Now exactly what percentage seems unclear, but I know it is harder to read the room when making complicated decisions online. Less information is transferred. You can be unknowingly out of sync with your colleagues and have little feel for useful but contrary opinions. Decisions can be less robust as a result Successful innovation and strategic thinking are closely linked to collective effort, yet much of that depends on face-to-face collaboration. There are also issues around employee engagement. One study found almost 60% of respondents had a negative view of virtual work. While IT issues and ease of distraction were mentioned, the vast majority highlighted isolation. The most common phrase, they missed the social reaction and interaction of the office. So what could help? Not every issue needs a virtual meeting. Weekly check-ins and project updates can be simply shared and monitored via spreadsheets posted to a common platform. You might go virtual once a month, but it doesn't have to be once a week or, or even daily. And don't avoid other forms of contact. For a quick query, verbal is very often the most productive way to sort it make the call. If you plan an online meeting, start with the result you want and think it through. Will it work? A for the people who will be on it. B the problem to be discussed and C the likelihood of an outcome and draw on existing relationships. You already have a feel for who works well in different formats. Choose meetings that suit particular groups and keep it light. Some virtual startups begin the day with a social catch up. They have virtual coffee breaks and encourage remote co working spaces to maintain personal interaction. Lastly, maintain quality compassion for people who are uncomfortable. Don't let the extroverts take over, keep everyone involved. If the numbers are manageable, ensure all get the opportunity to have their say. Many COVID survival stories can be sheeted back to teamwork and unity. Those are two words that help drive business success, whether it's online or off. I'm Alan Hargraves. This has been Recharge On Air. Thank you for listening.